Welcome to Adding Fuel to the Hire, a podcast for hiring managers and job seekers across all types of dealerships. With over 20 years collective recruitment experience, Rowan, Tony and Phil draw upon their knowledge to help you navigate through the recruitment and job hunt process. For more information, head to our website, addingfueltothehire.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Adding Fuel to the Hire. My name is Rowan Coe and today I've got Phil with me. How's it going, Phil? Good. How are you going, Ro? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, today we're going to be discussing salary or more specifically we're going to be discussing discussing salary. So, <laughs> um, you know, it, it's an important part of the process, finding out what the, the job that you've applied for or, or in the running for is going to pay. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it can be daunting to find out, uh, you know, how to talk about it. So... That's what we're here today is to try and give you some tips there. So um, I guess what, why is it important to have that all, you know, what are the, some of the pitfalls there in having that conversation and why is it difficult? Yeah, look, um, first of all, salary is one of one off, if I think not the most quoted reason for leaving a role or finding a new role. Um, it's just a salary increase. Um, it's based, I believe that report was based on study by Indeed. So Indeed uh, does quite a few of those studies. If you're interested in those sort of employment statistics, um, Indeed has quite a few of those, um, which are pretty handy to have. Um, look, having a job you like is really important, obviously. Um, we've talked about it in previous episodes. You spend more time at work than you do with your families at home. Um, but at the end of the day, we we do it to earn a living. You know, We all do it for the money. We, we, we try and find something that we like, um, but if no one was getting paid anything, we probably wouldn't be doing it. So <laughs> that's un- that's an unfortunate reality of work. <laughs> yep, yep. It's unfortunately the way it is. So um, being open about your salary with your manager is important just because it brings everyone on the same page and um, creates a better working relationship as well. Yep, yep. And uh, I guess, you know, during bringing it back to the recruitment process, I think it's also important to discuss it earlier rather than later uh, to make sure that you know, everybody's on the same page because – you know, if everybody's, uh, if the employer's 20 grand away from what the candidate wants and they're not going to get any closer, you know, why waste all that time and effort and resources as well as moving through the process? That's right. Yeah. There's a few basics about um, a, a job that you need to think about before you're committing to it. One of them is being the role itself, you know, is this really what I want? Um, the other being the company, you know, is this a company I want to work for? And salaries is, is nestled within the two. So um, is this, you know, the sort of money I'm, I'm looking for and is this the sort of money that I think I'm worth? Yeah. And uh, I guess, you know, the next the next step is to find out what, what should you be asking for or, you know, find out yeah. where it needs to be, needs to sit. Because, yeah. What am I worth? Uh, exactly, yeah. Um, you know, you've got to do your research to find out what others are paying in the industry. So, you know, you really need to have a look around. You know, you can look on job boards or, um, you know, look at the job ad for the job that you've applied for, go on some other job boards and look up uh, similar jobs and try, try and get an understanding of where those salaries um, fall. Yeah. Um, our company team recruit also does an annual uh, salary re- review where we talk about the trends that we've seen over the past 12 months and, and we've released ours in, in July, every July we do it. So that article is available on our website, which I'll link to in the, in the show notes. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of places you can go to, to find that salary information. Uh, have you seen any others that I maybe haven't mentioned? Yeah. So look, the main ones are obviously your typical job boards. Um, a lot of job boards now will actually have a feature where um, you can jump on and um, when you click on a specific role, it'll show you this is about the average salary we've seen for this 
named position essentially. Yes. Um, take that with a grain of salt. Um, you know, say you're a service advisor, that doesn't mean you're a service advisor in a dealership necessarily. Um, you'll get a lot of roles that go in there from, you know, a customer service perspective, uh, call centers, all that sort of stuff. So um, take take that with a grain of salt. A good place to go is usually specialist job boards. Um, there's a few of those around. Um, you know, we've just started dealership jobs. If you want to go on there, that's just roles and dealerships. And it gives you a good idea of the spread of the salary and, and generally what people are paying. Yeah, definitely. So what if you're employed in your job, you're not entirely happy about your salary or you've been there for a couple of years and you haven't had much of a review or you feel you're not being underpaid? How, how do you even bring that up? Yeah, best to do in a one-on-one situation yep. with a manager. Um, the worst way to do that is to be in a group setting and publicly humiliate everyone by saying, you are not paying me enough. <laughs> Even if it's just a funny passing comment, your manager will not interpret it as that. Um, <laughs> and it's probably not going to help your uh, argument, is it? No, no, not at all. So don't do that. Um, the best way to go about it is, you know, approach your manager and just say, hey, you know, I just wanted to have a chat with you. Could we book in a one-on-one? Just talking about, I just want to talk about performance, my role, and, um, yeah, basically that sort of thing. And, um, you know, Basically, every manager is generally going to say, yep, that's no worries. We can do that. Let's book something in, book in a half hour or, or whatever you need and um, go from there. Um, the one-on-one with the manager, I think, is an important part because you can make it more personal and you can you can argue your point and um, it's it, you can think about what's the best way for me to approach it. Yeah, definitely. And, and you really want to have that research there that we spoke about, um, you know, having that ready to go so that when you're in your meeting there with your manager, you can say to them, you know, you've got that data there to quantify why why you think you need a, a, a pay rise. You know, you you can say, oh, well, look, parts interpreters in in this region, you can see here, uh, they're mostly being paid this, uh, but you're I'm getting this. So, is there some way that we can sort of go from there? If you've got that data there to to quantify it, uh, then you'll be able to uh, you know get your point across uh, you know much more clearly. Yeah, that's right. And I always think the best way to do that is you know take that research. Um, have it, have it, have it there, and have it ready, and say, look, you know, um, this is what I found. This is generally what uh, this role is actually paying in our in our area. Um, you know, obviously a little bit below that. And rather than just saying, I want this now, say, what do you think I need to do to be able to get to this salary? Um, because it goes, it, it changes the approach. It changes the approach from I'm unsatisfied and I'm unhappy, and I need you to give me more money. To I want to help myself get better? Can you give me the tools? And it puts it back on the manager to say, okay, I understand what you're saying. And you know, you've got the data here. Um, let's work out how we can work together to give you those goals, to, to give you some goals that essentially will let you um, earn that higher salary that you're after. Yeah, exactly. And, and actually being upfront with your manager and open about your, I guess, career plans and you know what you want to achieve in terms of your position can help as well. I think, you know, having uh, giving them an understanding of where you want to be and uh, in five years' time or a couple of years' time uh, can help in that because you can use that as a way of sort of saying, look, you know, I'm committed to this company. I want to be, you know, in a, this this position in five years' time. Uh, I'm working hard. I'd, I'd love to be able to get to this point in, in salary by this time and really just map it out for them so that they can see why it is that you're asking rather than just saying, you know, I deserve more or you're not paying me enough. That's right. Uh, yeah. 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 And look, it's, it's, uh, it's another one of those conversations that's pretty tough to have. 
it's not really nice to come up to your manager and say, look, I want a pay rise. It's not really the conversation you want to have on a day-to-day basis. But it's, again, a much better alternative to getting unhappy and becoming disgruntled and saying I'm not getting paid enough and the relationship sort of deteriorates over, you know, six to 12 months and then you end up leaving yeah. uh, just for them to turn around and say, oh, well, why didn't you say, you know, we could have definitely done something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, your manager may not even be aware that you're unhappy with the salary uh, and, and they might think there's something else wrong. So, you know, it is important to talk about. It can be hard uh, and it is uncomfortable. Totally understand that. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, open communication between you and your manager about this and your your um, issues with salary and, and your remuneration, definitely better to nip that in the bud earlier so that you can uh, move forward and, and everyone can be happy. That's right. And so, look, let's talk a little bit about discussing salary in an interview because it's, again, a little bit of a different approach, I think. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think it's uh, – well, let's talk about it from an employer's perspective and then also from a candidate's perspective – uh, so we can get, a, I guess, a, a feel for both. But uh, from the employer's side, obviously they've got a budget they've got to work towards, um, but they've also got to take into consideration other employees in the similar in similar roles within the dealership. Uh, they can't have, you know, two parts interpreters, one's being paid 45000 the other being paid 70000 um, You know, regardless of their experience differences, that's too much of a, a, of a difference in salary. So there's a lot to think about there from an employer's perspective to make sure that uh, what they're going to offer and what they can offer is in line with what they've got else in the dealership. Correct. And don't think they won't find out. They <laughs> will find out. They Definitely. always find out, yeah. um, especially if it's in a team. You know, say you've got a pup, couple of parts interpreters that are working alongside each other all day, every day. The point will come where someone makes a a, a, a little comment about, oh, well, yep, oh, I'd be a bit happier if I was just getting paid, you know, a little more than minimum wage. And the other person goes, oh, what do you mean? Well, I'm only on 45K. How much How much are you on? Mm. Oh, oh, 70. <laughs> you know, and um, they, they, they will find out. Don't think they're just not going to discuss salary and, you know, hopefully you'll get away with it. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, once they find out that they're being you know, paid severely less than you know a colleague essentially who's doing the exact same job. Um, they're going to want that salary exactly. And I think the way that they can bring it up in the interview is to discuss around that budget or, or what others are being paid, so that it's out there. You know, you know, this is what we've budgeted for this role. This is the salary that we have. You know, designated for the position. How does that sit for you? You know, how do you feel about that? That that would be the way to start the conversation from the employer's side during the interview. And then you can gauge what the candidate says from there and, and uh, you know, assess whether you need to go up or down. But it should be a fair value. Um, we shouldn't be lowballing candidates trying yeah. to get cheap we've, wages. It's, we've always we've always said you're starting a relationship, you're not buying a house. Exactly. Yep. So, you know, put, put, put out there a fair number and, you know, move slightly either side as required. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wouldn't go with a large band. That's yeah, sure. that's right. And, look, I think um, – the budget point you make is is quite a good one because it takes the responsibility off the manager in a in, in you know at least to a certain extent. Yeah. Um. You, you, as the candidate, you won't walk out of there and say, "Oh, well, this guy only wants to pay me so and so much." You'll think this role has been budgeted, has you know they've allocated so and so much of the budget uh, for this particular role. It changes the approach and it sort of shows you like, look, I'd like, I'd love to pay everyone hundred K, but unfortunately there's some limits that we have to operate within. Yeah. And, um, as you said, even saying, you know, look, some of 
the current employees, this is how much they're earning. You know, a, a really experienced person is on so and so much. Um, just to give them my, an, a good idea of, of, you know, what the salary realistically is. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's talk about candidates from the candidate perspective on how to talk about salary during the uh, interview stage. Um, this one comes up a fair bit. You know, yep. you get uh, get candidates who are, you know, pretty proud of the salary that they've, uh, they're on in their yeah. current role. Uh, it shouldn't be the first question that you ask. No, that's right. So, <laughs> look, some people are, uh, you know, you've worked hard, you've earned that salary of, you know, 120, 130, whatever it is, $1,000 a year. Um, and it is something to be proud of because a lot of a lot of the time it's people's lives work, you know. Yeah. Um, but if you start off with, you know, you walk in, you say hello and you go, right, how much are you paying? Yeah. It um, just gives – it's just the wrong tone. Yeah. Or, or I'm worth this much, I won't – Look at anything below this, yeah. you know, yeah. unless you're paying this, I'm not going to look at the job. Yeah. It, it comes across as aggressive and it comes across as extremely rude. Yeah. And um, from there, I, I've had that situation before a lot of times and it's very hard to build a relationship from there because you is. think, okay, this guy isn't really interested in me or what I've got to say. He's really just here for the money. And once he's got the money, he's going. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it is a courtship, you know, you want to build the rapport with the, uh, with the hiring manager and really get to a point in the relationship where they really want you for the job. That's when you want to talk about salary because then you have the negotiation, uh, I guess, strength to be able to tell them why you want that. Because if you ask it at the start when you haven't built rapport, they don't really know all the things that you've achieved uh, and you say, well, I want this much money, well, they're going to think, well, why would we pay that? We don't know anything about you. Uh, but if, if, they're, if they really like you and, and you know, they've built you've talked to them about your achievements and everything that you've accomplished in your career and you've laid out why you're worth that much money and then at the end you say, um, I'd like this much money, I go, okay, yeah, I can actually see why you're worth that given everything that you've done. So I think it's important to build that rapport first uh, before actually talking about the salary. Yeah, that's right. Talk about you know your experience, um, the role, what's it going to look like, how are those two things compatible um, say you're in your first face-to-face -face interview and it's gone for about 45 minutes or so and you can feel, you know, you get that feeling of, okay, we're going to start wrapping this up soon. That's probably a good time to sort of approach, look, you know, what if you guys had in mind um, in terms of a salary for this position? Yeah. Yeah. What did you, you know, do you, do you have a budget laid out for this role or what are you sort of looking to pay for the position? You know, it doesn't, you don't need to have that negotiation in that first interview, but having an indication, you know, to where you can start from, I think is important to have. Yeah, for sure. That's right. Um, we do actually have an article on our website about how to ask for the salary that you want. So uh, we'll put the link to that in our show notes. So have a look at, at that. There's some great tips in there as well. So an offer's been made. Uh, how do you negotiate? <laughs> this is, uh, I guess, uh, when I uh, did a bit of research on this, uh, there was a lot of information around about negotiation around salary offers and things like that. So I actually found an article uh, on themuse.com uh, which I'll also put the link to in the notes. And it had some great tips uh, around negotiation. Uh, and I went towards the end of the article where it was talking about once you've got the offer. So, um, yeah, we've put together a couple of tips based on that article, so I thought we'd just talk through those. So I guess the first thing that they talked about uh, was to ask for more than what you want, uh, but within reason. So uh, the, the reason why they say that is, you know, you need to be able to come back uh, because everybody wants to have a, a, a mutually beneficial position. Uh, where both parties are happy. So, you know, if you get what you want, great, you've made a little bit more. Um, but I certainly wouldn't be going way over, you know, what you're actually worth 
as a first sort of thing to say, you know, well, this is really what I want mm. so that you can come back, you know, 20 grand. I'm yeah. talking like five grand maybe depending on the scale obviously, but, you know, keep it close to what you're actually wanting. Yeah. Um, don't go overboard. That's right. Don't, you know, say you're realistically looking for it. Realistically, you're on $100,000 a year. Realistically, you'd like to get to 110 or 115 because you want to keep, you know, you don't want to go back in salary. You want to, you know, move up. Don't go out there and say you want 180K. That's not, <laughs> that's not what we mean. No. Um, say you'd like 120, um, they'll expect you to go a little bit higher. Um, I found a lot of hiring managers and HR managers I've talked to have said we expect people to say that they're earning a little more um, than what they're really earning and that they're looking for a little more than what they're really looking for. Um, so it's a little bit of a game. Um, it is, I suppose, a little bit like buying a house in that sense, but uh, on a much smaller scale. Um, it's it's very minimal. And also always keep in mind, and because this does happen from time to time, is around superannuation, particularly in Australia. Make sure that you and your potential employer are on the same page as to whether the dollars you're talking about are inclusive or exclusive of superannuation because it is important. It can make a you know nine and a half percent difference to the actual package. Yeah. Uh, so it's important to know you know okay. So we, let's talk excluding super. All these figures excluding, or do you talk inclusive? Just so that you know, because you don't yeah. want to get to the point at the end of the yeah. uh, um, the uh, the end of the the conversation. Yeah, the end of the conversation, yeah, yeah. and uh, you know yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you're saying. And um, look, um, some employers will be sneaky and they'll say, you know, this is a $150,000 package, but it's really just $80,000 and they're paying 15% super. And then there's a company vehicle involved, which is worth so and so much money. And there's some bonuses you can achieve. And then there's some uh, team bonuses your team can achieve as well. Um, So make sure that when you're talking about salary, try to always reference base salary and say, look, Let's just go off base salary. We're not talking about super. I don't want to talk about vehicles or bonuses or anything like that. Just what's, if I come to work nine to five every single day and I generally do my job, what's the minimum amount I'm going to get paid? And I think it's also important to make sure that you don't use a range uh, because if you go in there and say sort of, yeah, I'm looking you know, at a salary between 60 and 65, automatically that person's going to go to the, the lower end of that scale. Yeah, it's 58. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, really make sure that you don't use a scale. Find out what you want, have a figure in mind, um, and and stick with it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Look, um, the salary range is a big one. Um, the same, by the way, goes for employers when you're advertising your role. Don't say 120 to 130 if you're only going to pay 120 max. Yeah. You know, you've got to be willing to pay that money, and um, because you will lose a lot of people in the process who are hoping. Um, to get the higher end of the scale. Yeah, and a lot of candidates will automatically go to the higher end yeah. uh, when they're looking at that uh, yeah. job advertisements. Yeah. Candidates so. will go to the higher end, employers go to the lower end. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think uh, during the negotiation as, as a candidate, it's also important to be firm um, but respectful. Mm. Um, so, you know, if, if they offer you something, be firm and, and if it's below what you are willing to accept for yourself, then just be respectful and say, Look, I'd really love to work here, um, but I was really hoping to to get this. Uh, and you can negotiate a time frame there. There might be or, or some incentives around that or, or something to get to that, but at least you're up front and you say, look, I, I really want this or I feel I'm worth this or the job is worth this. Mm. Um, I think it's it, it's a positive to be able to, to say that in an interview. Yeah, that's right. Look, um, 
don't just take the job because you go, ah, well, you know, I didn't quite make the salary, but I got the job. So I'll, I'll, I'll just take it because you'll, you'll get a few months down the track and you'll be pretty unhappy because you'll keep thinking back to when you started and they lowballed you and you accepted it and you kind of feel like you got played. Yeah. Um, don't do that. Um, uh, one thing we have seen employers do, which has been fairly successful, has been, look, we really want to pay you that um, or we're, we're happy to pay you that down the track. Um, so what we'll do is, you know, we'll offer you to start at $90,000 a year and after six months, if you hit these and these and these goals, we'll put you up to $110,000 a year. Yeah. Um, so make it, um, you know, goal-based, um, give them something to work towards as well. And, um, it shows to the employee that yes, okay, I, I, I will get this high salary. Um, I just got to prove myself first for the six months, which is pretty common in our industries. Yeah, definitely. Um, and going back to what we said earlier about research, um, you know, you don't want to go into negotiation stage without actually having that data there to show, uh, you know, it, definitely will help your case having that information there to be able to reference that during your discussion. So make sure you've got that research, you know, give actual figures, percentages, you know, actual real data to be able to justify uh, your position for the negotiation. Yeah, that's right. And look, uh, once you get into the nitty gritty of the, of the negotiation, um, prioritize your, not just your requests, but what you really want out of the role. Yeah. Um, is the salary really the big one or is it that you really need a vehicle or is it that, you know, you you, you say, um, I really want to work four days a week, um, but I'll, I'll still be here five days so I get that extra day of annual leave essentially. Yes. Um, what's important to you? What do you want out of the role? You know, for example, you might say, look, I'd really like 120, but I'm happy to take 100 if I'm able to work four days a week. I'll still come in five days. And that fifth day counts as, you know, time in lieu, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. There's there's so many other things that make up a job offer or package, uh, you know, that, that can be important to, to a candidate. So really do prioritise what's important because, yeah, as you said, it might be something else. It might not be the money. Exactly. That, that might be a way that you can get a deal over the line. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, and look, the, the number one thing that I'd probably say about during the negotiation is listen. Listen to the other person to understand their position. Uh, you know, there'll be reasons why they're saying no or saying they can't pay that high. Listen and understand that and, I guess, respect that. So um, you'll be able to incorporate those concerns or, or limitations into your proposal or counteroffer or, or whatever you want to put forward. Yeah, that's right. And look, one final tip I would say is um, try not to mention personal needs too much but really base it off your research and your skills um, say, you know, I really want this because these are my skills and this is my experience and this is what, what I can do. That's why I'm worth this. Don't say, oh, look, my rent's just gone up and uh, my daughter needs some new school books and, and, and that sort of thing. That's not really part of it. That's not really, um, it's a bit harsh, but it's not really the employer's problem. It's 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 one of, it's, it's an issue that you personally need to deal with. Um, and also no employer thinks, oh, okay, his rent's gone up, so we're going to have to pay him more. Yeah. Um, they want to pay you more if they think you've got the right skills and you've got the right experience. So base it off the facts um, that, exactly. you know, this is why I'm worth this much. Yeah, for sure. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for your time today, Phil. I uh, hope you guys got some uh, good information from this. Don't forget to check the show notes with the links to those articles and we'll be back again next week with a new episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of Adding Fuel to the Hire. 
If you have any questions or you'd like to hear us talk about a particular topic, why not send us an email at podcast at addingfueltothehire.com. If you like what we do and would like to support our podcast, please leave a review on your podcasting app of choice. For further information, please visit our website, addingfueltothehire.com.